0: The power of the breath, yeah. Okay. And someone goes, "Oh, I breathe all, all day," and then you show them the effect they can have of profound release in the body and an altered state of consciousness to see themselves from a different perspective. Like, look at yourself from over here. Mm. When they have that experience, like the experience is, you know, the um the gnosis for the body. It goes, "Oh, I remember this. It's peace." Mm. That. I like giving that to people in a workshop format because they've come in, they don't really know what's going on and then you just blow the roof off.
1: To reason with someone is to motivate them to do or accept topics, ideas and issues through discussion and having conversations. This podcast is about the relationship with ourselves and the relationship with others. Finding our stability in our self-worth and how do we actually be in healthy relationships? We find this out through connection, compassion and communication reach out connect with me like subscribe comment i want to unpack whatever it is that we can to really get to the nitty and gritty of finding out how do we get better in ourselves and how do we get better in our relationship hold up wait a minute something ain't back no 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 rough on him now. no he needs to know okay.
0: Remember me before you Go take a a simple heartbreak I just haven't
1: met you yet Three, two, one. Hey everybody, today we've got Cade Fallons. Cade is a facilitator and coach from Sydney, Australia. He's got qualifications in a number of holistic modalities relating to wellness and performance. He places a passionate emphasis on bringing out the best in people in remembrance of their existing gifts and well-being by clearing any layers that are distorting their ability to experience them. Using breathwork as the primary tool for this, he combines this with cold exposure to offer the physical vehicle for mental breakthrough. Through his organization, I Am Collective, he seeks to empower people to take the reins of their life, the first step towards outward change in the world, Once inner responsibility is forged, a new outlook is unveiled full of opportunity. We raise the level of awareness they're operating from. Cade simply helps people remember what they've already got. I had a great time talking with Cade. There's a cool experiential meditation halfway through. So I invite you to utilize that um, and and do it along with me if if you're willing. Um, and keep yourself safe and protect yourself during that. And obviously do it in a situation and uh, circumstance under which you are comfortable. All right, let's go. Okay. Welcome back to the podcast today. I have Kay. That's nice to have you on here, man. Thanks for having me, mate. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I heard you heard about you through the great Ryan, just like random friends. Um, um, Xavier, one of my friends who, who, um, is friends with you. And then I think he was sitting down at a dinner. Um, and one of my best friends, Angus Mills sat down next to you and he was like, dude, you've got to have this guy on the podcast. He's so cool. So yeah, I'm glad I found you. Xavier who? Uh, Xavier Coy. Oh,
0: mate. Zave <laughs> went to <laughs> preschool, primary school, high school with Zave. Oh, he's not going to like that. You just said Xavier who? <laughs> well, I was making sure it's, it's exactly who I thought, but there's a few Xaviers in the world. Okay. Fair. Oh, awesome. I was curious how you um how we connected. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So let's jump straight in. Okay. So um, who the hell are you, and what what do you do?
0: <laughs> Mate, I'm a facilitator and a coach. So basically, doing that within the court, the wellness and performance called a sort of space Mm -hmm. so primarily using the tools of breath work and cold exposure in workshop formats using those as physical vehicles of mental breakthrough Mm. because these are the things that have really helped me sort of turn my life around and take the reins so to speak and um, other than that i enjoy teaching people and helping them retrain their breathing as a baseline of health you know, the breath is the center point of balance in the body. So if the breath's out of kilter, the body struggles and uses more energy to find balance. Mm. So it's kind of like this functional side of breathing. I use in the coaching and that's more nutrition stuff and integrative health coaching, which I'm, I'm studying right now. And then mm-hmm. there's the facilitation and workshops, just like blowing off steam, getting people out of their, out of their heads into their bodies. Yeah. Wicked. And whereabouts are you doing that? uh all over the place mate but i'm on the northern beaches so doing okay. workshops yeah in and around this area and yeah i was out at the blue mountains last weekend helping out a retreat um running oh, a workshop sweet.
1: there yeah oh man that's so cool so <clears throat> I, I say i say to my clients a lot um when i'm trying to like you know get an understand, kind of what you're saying is that. You know, that We've got so many tools that actually we don't have to look externally for. We, we have a lot internally. And I normally say, have you thought about the fact that you have been breathing today? And almost all the time, except for some of my meditators, they'll go, oh, no. And I was like, well, we've been doing it this whole time and you've been doing it all day. So um it's such a thing that we do all the time, but people sort of don't harness or don't realize how much power there is in that breath so can you can you kind of talk to like the power of breath i'm sure you'd explain it much better than me oh mate you did a great job yeah it's fascinating (laughs) how it's like it's always it's
0: often the the simplest things can be the key to unlock a whole new space of awareness within us we're always striving to like the thing on the horizon when really Mm -hmm. it's just right here yeah and to me it's yeah like there's people say, yeah, I'm breathing, like I'm doing it. And it's like, no, because the superpower of our attention has not been honed on it. Yeah. So I'll even do it. I'll try and do breathing practices while I'm driving. And I know I'm getting 30% of the revenue back, you know, yeah, okay. because I'm like, I'm driving, I'm not fully focused, but I'm still doing it. Like I'm doing functional side stuff. So I'm training my carbon dioxide tolerance and doing breath holds or something. Do not mm-hmm. recommend that. Mm -hmm. when you're driving but yeah the like breath work can be defined as intentional breathing for a specific outcome or purpose you know so
1: Mm. yeah what else did you mean by that well I guess like um there's so many different types and forms um when we look at breath work is there is there ones that you kind of focusing on, I mean, I guess there's the slow pace, the fast pace, there's the, you know, actual focus there's the guided, there's, you know, all these sort of things, I guess, which ones are you sort of playing around with? And, and I guess, what are you kind of getting, like, why did you choose them to put into some of these, um, facilitations and groups that you're doing? Mm, That is a good question. Cause there's like a whole world, a whole like
0: Pandora's box you open up within (laughs) space and like one of my teachers, Johannes Egberts, who a lot of people around here know is a local guys from um, the Netherlands, but he lives around here. Oh, he awesome. sort of teaches this like non-dogmatic approach where all of it is good. So on one side of the spectrum, you got the sort of functional side comes from butego, It's really about restoring the natural flow of breath. And then on the other side, you've got like rebirthing breathwork, holotropic breathwork, you know, DMT release, Wim Hof in there, you know. There's this whole spectrum, and I like I use all of it
2: for different
0: different purposes. So, for instance, with the workshops, we go in and and do sort of not the deepest, deepest stuff. Some workshops I do if people are signing up and they've got some experience, we come in and do sort of the super ventilation rounds like Wim Hof, because it's really a good Trojan horse to bring into people to show them the power of the breath. Yeah. Okay. And someone goes, Oh, I breathe all, all day. And then you show them the effect they can have of profound release in the body and an altered state of consciousness to see themselves from a different perspective. Like, look at yourself from over here. Mm. When they have that experience, like the experience is, you know, the, um, the gnosis for the body. It goes, Oh, I remember this. It's peace. Mm. That I like giving that to people in a workshop format because they've come in. They don't really know what's going on. And then you just blow the roof off. So then they're, then they're, okay, there's something here. Then you could gear them towards, but how's your natural breath? Because that's the non-sexy part that's mundane. And you want commitment. You want someone to stick to it. I mean, three weeks, but even longer, you know, becoming conscious of the breathing and getting back more to your question. Like for me, my daily practice might be a good example. Like, Three weeks ago had a really big change happen in my life. Mm. And so instantly I went back to functional breath retraining every morning, waking up, going through that for 20 minutes. Uh, Cause I know it's just, it just raises the baseline of my life, my physiology, my balance, my ease. And as that baseline raises, I can then see from a higher perspective. Mm. So I knew that was important for me at that point. So I brought that in throughout the last couple of weeks and throughout my whole life, I always then integrate back in and do, you know, even just 10 minutes of really deep breathing and mm. call it dysfunctional breathing. You got functional breathing, dysfunctional breathing. Cause you don't want to breathe like that all day. If someone's sure. walking around, like <sighs> <sighs> I
2: yeah. kind of
0: think of it, like you're revving your car engine in first mm. gear all day. Not it's good. Not for gonna, it. Yeah, it's not, you're going to have to go to the mechanic a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you okay. using a bit of both and using all the worlds because that, like if I feel stress in my body, if I suddenly feel something building up, I feel a bit tense, I can get it in my jaw. Yeah. And like, you know, that's you know, a whole nother box to open. But the way I found all this stuff was because I was so anxious and so stressed and running from life. And so doing the really deep breathing stuff, even five minutes, 10 breathing, 10 minutes of just breathing, that can really, Sent to me, make me feel at peace and ease and release stress. So I use the tools when I need them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. then that makes sense. Cause I guess it's my, I've got a similar practice at the moment. My mind's um, very much like, I think you mentioned it before you, you sort of said that the effort that your life sort of is or the anxious energy that you kind of live with and go through. It's sort of like this go, go, go. I mean, that's definitely like, my default is to just floor it, just have plans, have things to do, make sure I'm kicking as many goals as I can and just like trying to succeed and achieve and be good enough. And that's sort of my old trauma story of this message that I have so, so, so repetitively told myself that doesn't help but keeps my, you know, foot on the accelerator. Meditation I'm sort of practicing is if that is – what I'm doing most of my life is just like full blown effort. I kind of say like, if effort is like yin, then what the hell is yang? Because at the moment, everything in my life is effort, 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 effort. and has been for so long. And now it's bringing it back to give it a little bit of, um, what did I say, <laughs> yang, yin, um, yeah. so that um, I can have no effort. So my meditation practice is like two, 20 minute, one in the morning, one in the afternoon of just like nothingness and absolutely no effort. So it is, I guess that functional breathing. It's really just about, you know, kind of having a mantra and just slowing the hell down. And at the first it was so uncomfortable, so, so uncomfortable because I was, I guess I really struggled with the stillness part of it. Um, but yeah, I really, I really see the benefit of, of, of that in my practice, but then like the, the other side of it that dysfunctional side of it because i'm i guess dysfunctional by default uh so i probably like the dysfunctional breathing
2: oh buddy
1: yeah. cool so can you give me like i don't know how long we're gonna do or take but i guess an example of like functional breathing and an example of dysfunctional breathing okay sure yeah. <laughs> Just put you on the spot, Kate. <laughs> yeah, totally. We, um,
0: we won't be able to go for too long, obviously, because. Um, sure.
1: We'll do. Okay, yeah. So some functional, some dysfunctional. Yeah, sweet. All right. Is there any disclaimers in case people are listening to this while they drive and they want to practice it or you totally. know, they might be holding a lot of pain or trauma at the moment? I guess is mm-hmm. what's the sort of general. Yeah. Thing?
0: If you're driving, pull over, please and give yourself yeah five minutes i'm speaking to the microphone now i'm like you're in there
1: (laughs) hello world
0: (laughs) just pull over if you're pregnant don't do any breath holds and go easy on the deep breathing and if there's any um hypertension high blood pressure any really serious uh, mental illnesses um just go easy just go light it's safe for sure not if you're driving not if you're operating any heavy machinery um or if there's a baby in the oven but otherwise yeah it's um you can expect some different sensations to come up it is a very different experience for the body and then things can surface but we won't go too deep so it will just feel nice but just know that your body you're trusting the innate intelligence of the body you know you're just allowing it some space if something arises it wants to be felt and by feeling it, you can release it. So with that, we will start Jackson and his, his loyal followers and audience I invite <laughs> you to, to find a seat somewhere you can just be not disturbed and settling yourself down into a bit of comfort. However, you can do that. If you can wriggle around on your bum you and sit up nice and tall, feeling like the crown of your head, He's being pulled up by a string, and just allowing those eyes to gently fall shut.
2: You haven't already. First things first,
0: just allowing the shoulders to soften down. Allowing your breath to come in down into your lowest ribs. So it's kind of like you're puffing out to the sides. And as you breathe out, just let the breath go really nice, gentle, and natural. And just like that, you breathe into those side ribs down low, kind of like around your waist, but a bit higher. As you breathe out, follow the breath through your nose,
2: nice and slow. And breathing
0: in through your nose and out. As you find this nice gentle wave-like rhythm to the breath. And each breath, Kind of guides you into a bit more relaxation and the reason we do that is when we're functionally retraining the breathing we want to be training it in relaxation so we're teaching ourselves to relax and to breathe less so that's what we'll start doing now now before we start the aim of this game is to feel air hunger which might feel a little bit uncomfortable it's the feeling that you need to take a deeper breath in which means that carbon dioxide is building up in the blood. So as you let the next breath out, sink down to the bottom of the breath, then as you inhale, take 20% off the top of the breath. So just breathe in like 80% of your normal breath, nice and light. And as you breathe out soft stomach, soft shoulders, and you're going to flow on your own breath. Now, whatever rhythm you want to take, The goal here is to breathe less air but with a relaxed belly relaxed shoulders and no force so as you're breathing it's like the inhale you kind of with the power of your mind make it come in slower and lighter and with less volume and as you breathe out you let it go slower and longer And you've got to stay really with the breath, like you're holding its hand. And what you'll find is you start dropping down into this window below your normal breath where there's air hunger. You feel like you need to take a deeper breath in because you're breathing so lightly. Don't go too hard and push yourself out of that window where you need to take a deeper breath in. We want to try and stay in this golden zone just gently relaxing into air hunger. And what's happening here is carbon dioxide's building up in the blood, which is actually a very important part of the breathing process. It tangoes with oxygen. So as carbon dioxide is building up in your blood, you'll start feeling oxygen be released from your blood into your cells. So you'll start feeling warmer. You might start feeling a bit of tingling. Your veins and your arteries start opening up. So there's more blood flow moving through your body as you breathe less air.
2: So stay with it for one more minute. Breathing
0: less, breathing light and slow. You can focus on the nose now. Feel the air coming in your nostrils. And imagine that forest of nostril hairs. And as you breathe in through that forest, You want to keep it so light that the air, the hairs are not being disturbed. It's just like a nice soft breeze moving through a forest. Once again, relaxing the belly, no muscular force,
2: just softening. As you bring your breath back to balance and you help your body find ease. Okay.
0: And now a deeper breath in the nose, filling up the belly and then the ribs and then the chest and out the mouth. Let it go. Let the shoulders soften down. That's it. We'll do 20 of these deeply breathing in,
2: letting go softening, completely passive. That's it. Breathing in deep. Full and wide, letting go. That's it. In, fully, deeply, wide,
0: letting go. Out the mouth. Keep doing that. Find a rhythm to the breath. As you breathe in, you're drawing energy in, you're expanding your body. And as you breathe out, you're releasing, letting go, surrendering the breath.
2: Keep flowing with that. Really let go now. Breathing in full and deep. A couple more. You start
0: feeling energy be shaken up in the body. might start feeling some tingling, some numbness. It's all okay.
2: Okay. Three more. Last one breathing in fully. And letting the breath go and landing at the bottom of the breath and pausing mouth closing and just sitting in the stillness now, relaxing the physical body, relaxing any tension that's built up and just being with yourself,
3: becoming curious of what you can feel. curious
2: of what's there for you and shortly we'll take a breath in and we'll hold at the top of the inhale just in a moment there's a good
0: chance you can continue holding and when you do this practice on your own you can and the invitation there is to hold on through a few contractions but now we'll take a deep breath in just like we did before and hold at the top fully, fully in. You kind of squeeze your body,
3: you hold it and relax and you feel a radiation illumination of your energy
2: and then letting go. <sighs> natural flowing breath
3: couple more like that
0: coming back into your body feeling the four walls around you the ceiling and the floor feeling the chair and the seats
2: And when you're ready opening your eyes Ooh.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Probably ruined that for everyone with my big
1: exhale.
0: So good. No, it's encouraging.
1: <clears throat>
0: so there you go. That's the special. I feel
1: good.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man. Thank you. You're welcome. That's a really nice gift, man. Appreciate that. Oh, so I guess I'll explain my experience uh, for those that didn't do it, for those that did. And and um, I guess my immediate thing that kind of towards the end of it, I feel like I had like a, you know, those old school like Vicks things you shove up your nose, um, <laughs> you kind of get that big you know, refreshing, almost spicy, minty thing that kind of shoots up through. I kinda got that towards the end. It was this really clear airflow just kinda really going in, which was felt really cool, sensation wise. And then um yeah, I really got what you meant by that air hunger. Yes. I, I definitely started to to sort of slow that down to the point where yeah, I could could notice it. I've done a few few breath works and it there's elements where it definitely, and that wasn't even that intense, but there's elements where there's definitely like a euphoria kind of, I'm going to say drug affected feeling for those that haven't done that good for you. Um, but for me, you know, old school history of addiction, that I've always wanted to be able to find a place where I can enjoy that without the consequences, you know? Um, and yeah, I really, see that potential when I do breath work is really connect to like a nothingness, but then like a real deep connectedness to opening, real opening up. That's it. Yeah. yeah. It's profound. So, so we did. Yes. Yes. And that's what? Five minutes. I probably wouldn't. There's nothing. Yeah.
0: Yeah that's all you need. You know, like you, you, it's like anything, once you develop a big practice, like maybe you go and learn meditation or you do a, a retreat or something, or you do a whole course anything bring it back to just like 20 minutes a day, 40 minutes a day, or it's just a five minute check in before a meeting because you know, the place you're going to. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. I'm going to bring my my brain back on.
1: (laughs) Slow. Yeah, I really, I really do have like a new appreciation and I'd love to sort of hear your thoughts around, I guess me, but I I imagine definitely a lot of my clients fit into this category. Um, Maybe yourself as well, but I guess, um, you know, I've been a counselor for, you know, a few years, six years, I think six, seven years, I've been studying this for a really long time and meditation has always been definitely in like my generation upbringing sort of i know it's a good 10 15 20 new era into australian culture um like mindfulness has had this really cool nice vamp up even though it's been a tradition for however many years uh, across the world um but i've always been like okay i know i know it i understand it i teach it but i it's just never been something that i've kind of been like cemented into my practice i know all the benefits i know what i can grab i know what can do for me but it's just that maybe it's just not for me you know and it's like such a cop out for 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 someone in this field for me to say that and i think it's because of that i guess that struggle with stillness um and you know only probably until this year really starting to preach it for a lot of my super dysregulated and uh, clients and really learning more and more about the nervous system and how, you know, kind of that body keeps the score mentality um, is is how can I put that into practice a lot more in my life? And yeah, it was a definite struggle. But I guess I mean, you, you're doing workshops for people for the first time doing this stuff. but you're probably also getting some repeat customers in, in that realm. So what what's your sort of thoughts on that struggle um, with stillness and, and I guess, yeah. What's your take on it? And, 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 is there, you know, I guess motivation or, or, or ways to sort of sit with it more and, and become more comfortable with the discomfort. Mm, yeah, totally. It's kind of, um,
0: kind of the crux of life right there. Like I've 100% struggle with it. And, you know, it's kind of like God's trick on mankind is, is that there's always resistance to the things that are good for us. <clears throat> so, it's always going to be there. So, accepting that is a nice step to just being human. You go, know, okay, well, that's okay. Like, I have it too. I'll have resistance to sitting down and breathing for half an hour. I'll be like, I don't have time for that. And I, I you know, preach this stuff, but it's still there. Yeah. It's still part of you. Just goes, mate, you're too busy. You've got things to do. So, yeah, it's always there. I, um, mate i definitely have struggled with stillness for sure um one of my teachers patrick McEwen, he does the the oxygen advantage the functional side he says that meditation doesn't work for the people that need it most because the anxious racing mind cannot sit still and you know that was me anxious racing mind and i've experienced it recently a bit of a an experience which maybe we'll go into but um Mm. Of just reliving the the anxious racing mind and feeling that. So with workshops and with people who come in, like yeah, I've definitely got sort of a, the workshops where people come for the first time uh, with the ice baths, which is usually the Trojan horse. They come for an ice bath and I give them the breath work, and I give them that profound release yeah. and that feeling of stillness, that remembrance of of calmness within. Then you got the breath, the deeper breath work sessions, which we do with the breath and sound vibration. And we go a bit deeper there. They're usually people who have got a practice, um, same thing. They know that, well, even if you layer it over like this a little bit. So when we've got trauma in the body, it's mm-hmm. hard for the nervous system to downregulate. It's hard to find the parasympathetic sort of range. It's hard to drop down into yeah. there. And mm-hmm. that can be like, um, residual trauma, stressing the system, you know, this,
2: yeah it's just
0: creating a toll and like almost like the the wires are crossing constantly and i've felt this you know until kind of recently it's like you constantly Mm -hmm. be triggered into fight or flight so by doing this sort of stuff you access an altered state of consciousness because you come out of the prefrontal cortex the human brain and you come down into the mammalian brain that's how we do it biochemically by hyperventilating or superventilating like that we're dropping down out of that part of our brain which thinks all the time so that's why they've coined it Mm. people have coined it it's 20 years of zen in 20 minutes because meditation you're Mm. trying to think your way into not thinking it's kind of hard Mm. and it's good if you can do it if you've got a real observer ability like you know Eckhart Tolle but with breath work we do it like biochemically we starve the brain of oxygen so it shuts off the prefrontal cortex and in small doses It's really good. It's hormesis, positive Mm. stress. And that's that euphoria you're feeling because we starve it. And then you have that breath in and your brain rewards you for breathing again. So you've had all this time without breathing. You get rewarded for it. You get all this rush of dopamine, endorphins, serotonin come through because, oh, I'm breathing again. We're alive. Let's go. So it's like you would just put pause on life for a little while. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, um, Mm. I definitely... Definitely feel into the stillness is like I think meditation's the crux. Like meditation's the goal. One hundred percent. Like meditate I meditate, you know, most days as well. Um I mix it in with, you know, breathing practice and stuff like this and you know, ebbs and flows with all these things, right? Like, you know, through a a couple months ago, I was meditating every morning for sure, twenty minutes and doing breathing at night and you sort of just play with it, right? Move around, but meditation's the crux mm. of all these things. Cause that meditative mindset and that state is, it's really like the Holy grail of self transformation because it is introspection and mm. in that piece and you do it without doing
2: anything.
1: It's coming back to you. Right. And, and well, cause we're such, we're such doers. We're such uh, moving mammals. Right. So I think that, yeah, coming back to that place and having a point of, yeah, I guess practice that that can allow for that introspection a little bit is is a beautiful place to be, um, and it seems like it's becoming more and more of a of a place for people to come. You know, there wasn't. I think I think um you were either there, you were part of setting up. It's like the one of the first meditation only studios or something down in Manly, maybe Breath Factory. Um, yeah, yeah, the Breath Factory. Like, what a cool yeah. place. Um, Cause like it's becoming a, a need. People are really going, Hey, life's crazy and I don't want to be in this chaos all the time. How do I try to organize it a little bit more and, and drop in a bit? Um, yeah, it's really becoming a thing. I love I definitely it. Definitely
0: believe and see it happening around here. Yeah. There's a lot of this going on. I know a lot of people in this space. Um, and a lot of people want it, you know, um, I was running beach sessions sort of from November last year. It was my way of giving to the community, showing them what I'm doing, getting people together, creating connection, and also just getting some reps in for myself to facilitate. So I was doing a beach session every morning, i sorry, every Saturday morning, and Mm. built up to having 60 people on the beach. And my friend there who I co-facilitate with and we're running retreats with, um, she would play music, I'd run the breathing, facilitate connection and, and the community bonding experience, which is a real, the real medicine there. It's a real reason I was here. It, hey. you can't go that deep if you're breathing on the beach because your nervous system can't completely downregulate because it's constantly neurocepting and checking out that it's safe. Um, mm-hmm. And then ice bars on the beach as well. So that was cool. And actually, like, yeah. so yeah, we got the breath factory going on. I was a big part of that. Um, there wasn't, you know, um, it was sort of a fun thing we did for the three months and I believe it's going to reopen, um, in another way, but I'm actually going to be opening up my own place in this area with a few other, um, practitioners who do other modalities. So like you're saying, so one of my friends yeah. is a meditation coach and teacher does a lot of energy work. Another guy does a lot of mm-hmm. body work and he's a accredited, like a bestselling, um, chef and, has cookbooks and stuff. So between us, we can open a place to make these healing modalities more accessible. So I really believe that we're on the forefront of a re-revolution of, you know, the simple medicines that are accessible Mm. to us without external, you know, input. So I just really, well, and we all want to just, and same as you, equip people to
1: be able to deal with life themselves and not need other things. 100%, 100%, you know, and make it accessible for everyone. I think that's such a big part of it is, you know, this shit's free. Like once we get it, obviously we want to be able to get the best out of it. So we go to our trainers and, and obviously learn where we need to learn and get the best out of it because we want to do a safe practice. But then it's then it's yours. And once it's yours, it's yours sort of thing. Come back to you. You know, it's a free thing we can tap into. I think I think you're, you're right in, in, in that. Um, so the ice baths, I mean, I, I hate the cold. Like I'm like, I have my non-negotiables that I do every day that I've got to do to keep myself well, but it's like seasonal non-negotiables. Cause in summer I'm like, yep, yeah, the beach, I have to get in the water at least a couple of times a week. But as soon as it's like the slightest bit cold, I'm like, yeah, that's not that's not on the non-negotiables anymore. I'm not I'm not getting it. So the idea of an ice bath, I'm like again, sort of back to this meditation. It's like you know what I see the benefit. You guys all go nuts. <laughs> so for so anyone like me, sort of in that line of thinking, a little stubborn, um, but you know could could be could be turned. Tell me, tell me a bit more about the benefit of ice baths, and I guess the yeah, the correlation with the breath work and how it sort of all feeds into Mm. this thing. We talk about bang for your buck
0: two or three minutes and it just changes your entire week. Like you're on, you instantly just elevate your whole existence and you're just on a roll. You're so motivated and empowered and disciplined and in control of everything from the inside out because you took responsibility, right? And that like, yeah obviously the etymology of that, like you got the ability to respond to something that goes on. So instead of, you know, something really hectic happening in life, and this speaks to stress, right? Stress is integral to life. That tree doesn't grow without Mm -hmm. stress, but it's not the right dose of stress because then we adapt to stress and we expand our ability. And so with the ice to me, it's, um, we're introducing stress in a positive way, and we're choosing to do it. So you know, I don't have an ice bath in my place right now, so I have cold showers, and it's winter, so it's nice and cold. And it's <laughs> it's the best every day, day, but there's resistance every day, you know. But it's easy when you know what's on the other side. You go, know, well, it just changes my entire day, and it's, it's two, three minutes. Um. So then something happens to you in life, and it's like. Say your boss gets angry at you, or you know someone's beeping at you, or something. It's like that doesn't stress me out. The worst thing that happened today was something I chose to do to myself. Mm. How powerful is that? <laughs> Cold ash, you know? yeah. go and I chose Jeez, my man, discomfort. Yeah. I chose my pain, and that's just one element of it. Because obviously, the other side is physiologically, your body loves it, thrives yeah. on it, it turns it on. Like we all live in this cozy. Life of puffer jackets, basically wearing dunas and taking bed around with us, you know. there's uh, you know we're, we're living, we're living. You
1: didn't mean it. You didn't mean it, puffer jacket over there.
0: <laughs> we're living pretty cushy lives, and you know, it's use it or lose it. So you know, you you teach your yeah. immune system to tolerate demands of stress, and you don't get sick as much. You know, your body loves it, and. Yeah, the um, that's kind of bit. Oh, yeah. And then speaking about how it pairs with the breath work. Well, mm-hmm. when you get someone off the street and you, they've just come from work and you put them there and say, would you do an ice bath? They go, hell no. You take them through a breathing process like you've just done. and They're out of their mind. They're in their body. They're present. The stress levels have calmed mm-hmm. down. And that's a big thing. The stress levels have calmed down. So then you ask them, they go, okay, I'm more open to it. Then you put them in the stress, the stress comes up, we breathe through it and teach the body how to deal with stress, which is by slow breathing. So then when life comes in and, you know, again, your boss yells at you, you know, your body, you've taught your body that when this happens, you breathe slowly, which keeps your heart rate lower. It keeps you calm and centered. Mm. So we do the breathing first to really down regulate. Then you bring your stress back in. People have, like, they have that sense of peace from the breath work. You take that. uh, For me, I find this center point. When I'm in the breath work, I get this center point. Sometimes it looks like an eye. Then when I get in the ice bath, I just fixate on that.
2: I just go, yeah, cool. Just hold that. No no problem. Yeah.
1: Beauty. Okay. All right. So the the trick is... Being able to drop in first, <clears throat> kind of get a bit present, get out of your head a little bit more, and then drop in and into the ice bath sort of mentality, yep. <laughs> and then I guess you just continue doing that 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 sort of focused breathing, and you know, drifty sort of point of um, focus. Totally. And then you and then you have a great oh, week. Mate. Sounds the good. The vibe
0: is so high when you get a group of people together yeah. and they all break through that mental barrier, which is always there and Mm -hmm. the physiological body is just thriving and like you've all shared something because you've gone through a sense of challenge or trauma together the vibe is Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you never see anything like it bonding
1: yeah yeah i think that community element is just like so so powerful and um you know i guess we've sort of talked about that connection to self and, and, and how breathwork can really sort of shape the way that we want to live. And, and I guess, you know, all this podcast it's all about, you know, how we show up for ourselves and, and our self-worth and, and really being able to get into a place where, I mean, ultimately we can just be and be okay with, with that. And I think everything you said so far without us getting to the specifics of it, I haven't even mentioned the word self-worth. Don't forget it's a self-worth <laughs> podcast, but, um, you know, it all, it all aligns with everything you're saying. So I guess, you know, a question I do have that's a bit more focused in that, in that element is if when we can show up for ourselves, um, you know, we're more available for that attachment, we're available for that connection. So, I mean, you, you've said a little bit about it, but I guess how important is that community aspect in, into like people's recovery or into people's sort of just a general sense of, of being in the world and, and, and coming back to that tribe. Mm, Dude, like paramount.
0: Um, for sure, and in this world, it's it's funny because we have so much isolation, and we are by nature social beings, We're social animals. Uh-huh. We need it. We need to uh-huh. touch each other. We need to feel it. Like just by touching someone else, well, if someone touches me, I get a release of oxytocin. We don't get it any other way. So, like I have, uh-huh. a, I have a big uh-huh. belief that, <clears throat> which I've recently. Kind
2: of um evolved but the, the the
0: primary principle is that healing doesn't happen in isolation because when we are when when one man is an island, you know you're on your own, but no man is an island, we're all connected we're all bridged, and when you and I have a relationship like we've formed now, we have a bridge between us, and when we share deeper mm. truths about ourselves on that bridge the bridge grows strength. And so it holds up more weight, you know? So then you're free to share things with me. I'm free to share things with you. But even when we're not sharing, that bridge is there and both Mm. sides are stronger by having a bridge. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, for me recently, I put myself into isolation for two weeks, went in my van, I turned my phone off. I got in nature and I got silent but I felt like I mm. could do that because I had this crowd of people behind me who had said, Kate, I'm with you. If you need anything, I'm there for you. Like, whatever you need. I had a mm. lot of people who really deeply put themselves out there for me. So then mm. I knew they were there. So I didn't, I didn't, uh, I'm starting to like, you know, take people up on that offer now, but I, you know, also at my point yeah. in my game, I knew that I it was a chance for me to implement all the tools I've developed and I have in my bow in my arsenal to move through the biggest challenge I've ever been through.
2: Hmm,
1: okay. And you're speaking in that language, man, because that's that. If we've got a secure base, if we've got people that we can call on, then actually we can turn away from those people to go and enter into the world and do what we need to do to achieve, to find solitude and to grow, whatever it is, is if we know that that secure base is behind us. If we know we've got that stability, and I love that bridge because it doesn't matter how far away you get, that bridge keeps extending. And that the the further that bridge extends, as long as there's security to turn back to, as long as there's that base where you know that these people got my back so that I can go and do what I need to do. But without that, we can't. We really struggle to be alone. We really struggle to be in that isolation. So we all need, and, and the statistics are like crazy you know low and compared to where it used to be is we all only statistically have one one person that creates that secure base for us and i think you know doing these things like having this community and, and you've got multiple people that you could turn with these bridges just everywhere that. um because of the relationship that you've created with yourself allows that relationship to be created with others and have that I guess fifty fifty in in the work that you do to keep that bridge bridge up, um, and I love that. I love that that you can go and you know take what you need from your your people, and then also be able to go and do what you need mm. to do for you. And it sounds like you know you're at the back end of that now, and mm. yeah, we wouldn't you wouldn't have been able to do that without without these
2: people. And the way that that, that yeah, right?
1: happens
2: for for the listeners, for people here, like
0: it's just beyond me how simple but powerful it is just to offer yourself to someone else from a place mm-hmm. of fullness mm-hmm. not because you need to do anything to make yourself valid not because i need to help this person yeah. because then they'll like me or something it's just like all the people that just said hey cade if you need me i'm here for you that's it that's the bridge that's the offer that's there and that's the first step to creating a community of people that actually deeply have a connection with you you know there's nothing wrong with having Mm. people around you that you know you just talk about footy and the weather but seeking to work it takes work that's one of the it's one of the Mm -hmm. pieces of work that gives you the biggest roi putting yourself out there and mm-hmm. just asking those questions and deepening the bonds saying like, are you, you know, are you okay? Like if you want to talk about this, this, just offers never giving unwarranted advice, always just putting it out there. being like, if you want to talk about your relationship, I, I feel like there might be, you know, um, something that, that could be, uh, I might be of use for you to air about your relationship, whatever it is. So, mm they pretty badly worded example, but just giving people the offer love it. is the, is the first step yeah. to creating deeper bonds, then they're there for you. So you got to give first before you receive.
1: Yeah, I love that. And, and honestly, I think that if you know that there's, if you can answer the question, like, are you there for me, um, to some of the people in your life, then, then, you know, you know, that you're going to be all right. Because that they're, they're those people on the other end, or or what you're able to do for them means that you both can be like accessible, um, I guess reliable and then able to kind of engage. Um and that's exactly mm. what we need. You know, more of, more and more and more of. Man, well, I feel very deeply connected to you right now. Uh this has been unreal there's so many more things I want to talk to you about. Um, but look, I, um, I've been thinking about coming down. I mean, I know, you, I guess you, I'm going to ask you this question, but you know, I'm really keen what's going on for you at the moment. What's, what's in the pipeline? How can people reach out to you? Mostly me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. What, what's, what's next mm. for Kate?
0: Brother, it would be a pleasure and an honor to have you down.
2: Yeah, oh, I've God just it. gotten
0: back on the wagon. So as I said, I've just taken like three weeks to a month off completely. And yeah. I just switched the phone off and said no to all work. Um, so I'm just getting back into it, which is an interesting uh, journey on its own. And just letting myself yeah, be yeah, very yeah. human with it. But yeah, I'm basically... Got a few workshops coming up which are sort of more private things but on a on a public sense i'm definitely going to have um at least a breath work and ice bath workshop in the next probably in september i haven't quite got the date and things yet but to answer your question find me on instagram and i put everything on there i've got a website and my business my yeah. organization that i've been um, developing and building is i am collective And so through Mm -hmm. I Am Collective, I'm running these workshops and also coaching and stuff. I just do a little bit of coaching. I I really Mm -hmm. enjoy it. And I just have space for a couple of people um, to go through that process. But I prefer to keep most of my time right now on um, the bigger workshops and things. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's those. And then we've got a retreat in October with my dear friend, Ali Skiba. She's a musician and sound healer and also a breathwork instructor so we'll be off in the blue mountains Mm. getting people in cold water and breathing and you know a lot of connection um that's one thing i want to point out man it like reliably i see this time and time again when people come to the workshops everyone comes in their shell sorry in in their in their space you know and through the process Mm. of the workshop there's a lot of little undercurrents that people don't think they're there for. And, but I'm tweaking these knobs and levers of the nervous system to help them feel safe and connect. That's where Mm. people get this really profound sense of connection with people they've just met They bond over something that gives people a lot of hope that there is deeper connection out there. They sit there and they look around, they're like, Mm. I feel so connected to this person I've just met. It gives hope. So come down to some workshops, come down to some events and you know, there's a different layer of connection. that's it's available to us. And sometimes we need to step out of our comfort zone and take that risk, you know, which is not really a risk to receive. Yeah. yeah. Once again, it's just that mind-made Man. restriction,
1: yeah, uh, yeah, resistance, exactly. sorry. Yeah. Mind-made
0: resistance.
1: Yeah, and it's a little bit breaking that down. And like you said, it's superhuman to have this resistance. So you know, being in too much comfort is is super safe, but then super limiting. So finding that edge is is what yeah,
0: mate. That's it. Edge work. We've got to lean into that edge constantly. Yeah, hunger edge, the cold (laughs) edge, the oh, I don't want to sit in this circle and share this thing that's on my heart, but I'm going to do it anyway. Cause beyond that edge is always yeah.
1: freedom. <laughs> I, just love stuff, man. I love it. I love it. Well, I will put all that stuff, um, in the little show notes and then on my website, um, so that you, anyone listening can sort of reach out to Cade, follow him, um, see what's coming up in the future. And, um, yeah, I mean, I know how quickly we can do a turnaround. you can come back on here, but I'm definitely going to come to that September ice bath challenge. You can show me the ropes, um, drop me in again, which would be amazing. Um, so thanks so, so, so much for coming down Caden and and being here. I really, really, really grateful for you. Mate. Likewise, super stoked, uh, that old Xavier boy,
0: that's another example of connection, right? Our bridge is so strong. We don't have to talk. We talk every six months and he's one of my closest brothers. We talk every six months and we just check in. And it's just a straight drop in because we've got that bond and we've shared so much together. So Mm. shout out to Zave, my man. I love you. Yeah. Jackson really appreciate it. This was awesome. And thank you all the listeners, you know, doing a great job and, um, yeah. Yeah. Keep shining. Keep being human
1: thanks for listening guys just a quick one today reason with me love letters beautiful song that's in the intro called still by sinabu say um it's really beautiful and i hope you can connect and feel and hopefully off the back of that meditation and just enjoy see you next time
3: Perfectly crystal. I've been here long enough to know when to leave and when to tell you. Time has come too close to close the show, I still